This is the truth about XRP. We're about to reveal some crazy facts about XRP that you don't know about. Welcome to The Bean Pod. This is your place for all things stocks and crypto. From beginner tips to expert picks, use this as fuel for your investing journey. Because when you're in the know, your money will grow. The Beam Pod is presented by Dowmaker, the top crypto launchpad in the industry. Dowmaker allows people to participate in top crypto projects before they launch and generate some of the best returns you can find anywhere. They also provide growth solutions for crypto projects that are looking for funding and assistance with marketing. With their revolutionary new public strongholder offerings, everyone can get early access to top crypto projects regardless of their net worth. Dowmaker is rapidly disrupting the venture capital industry. If you're interested, head over to dowmaker.com to learn more. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is Shane, aka the Jolly Green Investor. And this is Josh, the Nifty Investor. Today, we're going to reveal the truth about XRP and Ripple. We've taken a deep dive into Ripple and XRP, and we have a lot to reveal to you today, so tune in till the end. And we're going to tell you if we're buying it or not, right? That's right. So let's dive right into it. We have Ripple often confused with XRP and XRP uh, confused with Ripple. Right. Ripple is the company. XRP is the crypto that runs on the XRP ledger. Right. right? So Ripple is the private company. That's right. RippleNet is the network or platform that they use. And XRP is the native token for settling transactions on it. So a lot of people get them confused, but that's, that's what it is. Yeah. So Ripple is a payment settlement system and currency exchange system that can process transactions around the world. They had this idea, I think they launched back in 2012, uh, to replace SWIFT. And SWIFT is the leading money transfer network around the world. I've used it before when trying to transfer money from Australia to Canada and, and vice versa. It's a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, you know, it takes three days, four days. There's a ton of fees. Um, so as much as I'm not a big fan of the XRP community, I really appreciate what Ripple and XRP are attempting to do by creating cross-border uh, instant transactions. The, the value proposition is simple, right? You know, when, when anyone is a, approaches with a new crypto project, sometimes it can be complicated. But with XRP, and I feel like that's the reason why it's built up such a large community, it's so simple. Sending money across borders. As you said, it's a pain in the ass. The fees are high. It, takes, it can take days to send money from here to, say, Australia or Japan. And that's just, in this day and age, that just shouldn't be, right? So, as you said, uh, Ripple in its current form was, was made around 2012, but the, the first version of RippleNet was actually launched in 2004, right. before cryptocurrency was even a thing. And fun fact, Satoshi Nakamoto even mentioned Ripple in one of its early emails. Crazy. So it, it's kind of, it is one of the OG cryptocurrencies. And again, that's why it has such a large community because it was part of the last bull run, which, you know, it was only one of a few main cryptos back then. The value proposition is simple. And they've got a ton of partners around the world, right? American Express, Bank of America, tons of international banks, money funds, all that kind of stuff that are using or have pledged to use the Ripple network. Mm. So that's a huge thing. Yeah, it's fast. It has low fees. Large financial institutions can use it and are adopting it. And the network can process transactions in any currency, so whether it's fiat, Ethereum, any you can transfer literally anything on this network. Yeah. So the pros to Ripple and XRP is incredible. However, there are some disadvantages. I mean, and, as and, as we said, 
there's so many good things about That's it. That's right. And it seems like a, a great investment, but why, why is there controversy, right? Well, basically there's a few things, right? It's considered to be centralized at the moment. Um, XRP pre-mined, you know, so they had, they pre-mined a hundred billion to hundred, 100 billion tokens and they periodically, periodically release them to the public. But there's concerns that they could, they could dilute the token price at any moment because only 48% are in circulation. Right. So it is considered centralized and Ripple controls the entire XRP supply. Obviously, what's been occurring for the past 18 months, they're in a conflict with the SEC because they're deemed that they issued unregistered securities. Whether or not that's true yet to be is yet to be um, deemed yeah. in, in the justice system. So we need to find out. For sure. I mean, you think about the, the, the thesis of crypto and why, why people are drawn to it. It's the decentralization. It's getting power away from centralized companies, banks, and big institutions. And then when you take that and you look at what Ripple did, and they just pre-mined all these tokens, basically created them out of thin air, and then sold them for... billion. Yep. And really, they haven't made good on their promise yet of what it was supposed to do. And as you said, it's a centralized company. It's a private company. They control the supply. So is it really what crypto is trying to do if this company has basically just created these tokens and this technology? It doesn't sound like what crypto is supposed to be to me. And that's why the SEC is going after them. So from the controversial point, I can see why a lot of these Bitcoin and crypto maximalists turn a blind eye towards XRP or, you know, they say it's, it's not, it's not real crypto. It's not decentralization. And that makes sense. And I can see that. So that's why a lot of people, first of all, don't like XRP. And there's a huge clash between the people that love XRP and then your Bitcoin maxis who say that's not real crypto, right? Yeah. And there's also a ton of bag holders as well. Um, you know, the price went from, so it was founded, founded and launched in 2012 in uh, January of 2018, it reached an all-time high of three dollars and forty cents, and since then, de- since then, it's kind of dropped down to that seventy-five cent mark. So, was that a fifth or so of its all-time yeah, high? Big time. Um, I'm sure a lot of people fumbled in. This is you know 2018. This is after that last big crypto bull run or whatever. That's when people are jumping in. So, <laughs> it's almost like it's created this hopium. Like, okay, well, if they can just win the lawsuit, then you know, the price should shoot to the moon, think about the adoption, et cetera. But to your point about it, the spirit of crypto, decentralized versus centralized, is it a security? Is it not a security? I mean, how long is this going to go on for? Is the SEC going to continue to drag their heels? Uh, is Are the judges, the Supreme Court, just going to rule in favor of, of Ripple? Because um, there was a note I made here the SEC official William Hin- Hinman publicly said that cryptocurrencies were not securities. In, he said this in court. Right. Cryptocurrencies are not a security. So this con- contradicts the, the entire SEC's case at the moment. Yeah, when you look into it, it looks like the SEC is not doing a good job. And it looks like Ripple has the upper hand in the case. So that would be one thing to consider if you are an XRP bull or thinking about investing in XRP as a cryptocurrency. Because... As it looks right now, from the information that has been leaked to the public, it looks like Ripple has the upper hand in the case. And that is a good thing for not only XRP, but cryptocurrency as a whole. Because if XRP loses that case, 
then there's a whole lot of other cryptocurrencies that could be deemed securities in the United States, almost all of them. Mm. And that's bad news for the entire industry. If they lose that case, whew, look out below. I also think that maybe, I think the SEC, it seems as though from the research I've done is that the SEC has realized that they've lost. Um, so now they're just dragging their heels to get as much information out of this case as they possibly can so that they have a playbook moving forward against any other uh, unregistered security or crypto company that has done it illegally right? versus kind of finishing this thing off now and then again taking up so much time for the next lawsuit that they're probably going to go into. There'll probably be a few cryptocurrencies and they'll maybe just lump them all into, into one category right? and have one giant um, dispute. That's my thoughts. Yeah, I mean, that would be a, a shady thing that the government would do. And it kind of makes sense. You want to get as much information as possible. Yeah. But other than the SEC case, there's one important thing that if you are thinking about investing in XRP, you need to understand. And it goes back to what we said at the top of the show. There's a difference between Ripple, RippleNet, and XRP. And if you go on the Ripple website, it shows you know hundreds of these banking partners. But what they don't necessarily tell you off the bat is that most of those banking partners are not using XRP. They're using RippleNet. Right. And they're using maybe their own currency or fiat or whatever it is, but they're using RippleNet. So I think long term, the company Ripple, who has been rumored to maybe look as for an IPO eventually, while they could be successful, XRP as a token may not be because if the banks choose not to use it, then there's no demand. And the company's sitting here with billions of these XRP tokens that no one's using. So the company Ripple could be successful without the XRP token being successful. Yeah. That is a very important point. So it's the, it's the fact that they have this uh, centralized, it's the fact that they have this ledger. And again, something that we alluded to in previous podcasts about the, our uh, five cryptos not to buy. Yep. <laughs> because we talked about Ripple has this technology. And what we said at the beginning of this podcast is that it's designed for any currency to be sent along the network. So yes, in theory... XRP could not exist. It's possible that it doesn't exist in the future because we're just using something else on on the Ripple net. Yeah, I mean, it, it has to be has to be noted that if Ripple succeeds, XRP might not might not be dragged along with it, right? Yeah. So there, there's a, a a number of things that when you look at XRP from an investment standpoint, you need to know. There's the SEC case. There's the difference between XRP and Ripple, and then I think you always have to look at the market cap, right? So XRP is in the top ten. It's got a, you know, what is it, a 40, $45 billion market cap or something like that. That is really fucking high. Mm. And that's because it got so large in the last bull run when, when there weren't these 20,000 other crypto projects solving all these other problems. So from a risk reward standpoint, where would you say XRP lies, right? With that huge market cap, all these potential down, yeah. down draws. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, know, I put it like maybe a 65, 35, um, like 65% risk, 35% risk off. Uh, so I could see myself allocating a few dollars in case everything worked out perfectly. And this did become the, maybe the SEC, I don't know, maybe the SEC and the government's collaborating right now behind the scenes with Ripple. And this ends up becoming like the new currency. And this is what they build in. Maybe that happens, right? But maybe it goes the other way. Ripple, Ripple wins or Ripple loses. And XRP loses all its value, right? So it's, there's, there's risk, risk on both sides. Yeah, and, and you have to also think about their competition, right? So as we said, they're trying to replace SWIFT as the global financial settlement transaction thing. 
Swift has partnered with over 11,000 financial institutions across over 200 countries. So basically every country, every financial institution is already using Swift. Ripple has an impressive list of banks, you know, a few hundred and over, I don't know, 40, 50 countries that are using Ripple slash a couple of them using XRP. They've got a long way to go. I think people just, people expect if they win this lawsuit, boom, yeah, Ripple, Ripple replaces Swift. But that is a long road. And you also have to think about the competitors, right? You have Stellar Lumens, XLM, a similar project operating in a similar space, money transfers and settlements. They've already got partners with all sorts of companies. Some have switched from Ripple to Stellar Lumens. So they're not the only one trying to do it. So there's a lot of things for me in combination with that market cap that just, yeah. it makes me hesitant to buy XRP because I can pick a project that has a market cap of a, a fraction of XRP, like a near protocol or an avalanche or an Algorand that I think could do a 10X. For me, to, for XRP to do a 10X from here, from where it is now, it's a $500 billion market cap, mm. more than a, you know Ethereum. Kind yes. of. I, just, I was thinking more of uh, playing it for the rumors of you know, later in the year when, you know, more articles are released, more emails are released, uh, more positive sentiment is, I think the day that the SEC loses to Ripple, which I, I, just judging by what I've read, it seems like the SEC will lose. Um, But I think the rumors running up until that point would be the way I'd play this. It's a classic buy the rumors, sell the news, right? Yeah. So if you're looking (laughs) at it, yeah, maybe look to buy XRP, you know, over the next little, over the next, I don't know, year, however long it's going to take for that, that case to get settled. Bye, 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 bye. When these rumors that they're going to lose. And then the moment that, or the day before the ruling comes out, you got to unload those tokens because <laughs> as we've seen before in the stock market and in crypto, stock market more than crypto, but I feel mm-hmm. like for something this big, it would apply by the rumor, which is XRP winning this, the case. And as soon as they win that case, unload those tokens, right? So yeah, hundred percent. It'll look, it'll look like a rug pull. Um, I do, I do really want Ripple to win because I think the U.S. is in a really uh, peculiar spot right now with crypto and regulations. Um, if, let's say, okay, let's say Ripple loses. What's going to end up happening is the platforms are then going to have to register with the SEC. It's going to take up a lot of time and money. Um, if, if XRP is deemed a security Ripple will then have to know exactly who all their holders are, and that's not possible. It's just gonna it's gonna fuck up the entire like movement that crypto is attempting to do right now. And right. something this negative and and this big, I think, would really be uh, catastrophic, not only to crypto moving forward in terms of regulations, but I think all the altcoins could potentially take a dive as well. Yeah, um, because you never know who would be the next. You know, there's some chatter about them going after Ethereum, and you don't you just don't want. You don't want to have resources tied up into sh- silly lawsuits like this um, when we could be w- using these resources to further enhance and expedite the process of getting crypto regulated and having institutions step in. Like, let's, how about the SEC spends their time on getting one of these Bitcoin spot ETFs approved instead yeah. of sitting and doing this crap? You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, I, I agree. It would be terrible for the entire crypto industry if they do lose. But as we said, it, it seems like they're probably not going to lose. For me, personally, the only thing I would do is what Josh said. Buy the rumors, sell the news. The risk-reward for XRP just isn't, from, isn't there for me, considering all the other products that I love that have a market cap of maybe a tenth or a twentieth of XRP that I think the partnerships and the roadmaps and the problems they're trying to solve 
could propel them to a 10x, a 20x, a 100x. Whereas if XRP wins and maybe there isn't the sell the news event, it could, you know, 2x, 3x. But in crypto, I'm not really looking for that kind of thing, especially the downside risk that XRP does have. So one, I might even look at investing in XLM or Stellar Lumens instead. Yeah. Um, but maybe it's a swing trade. Maybe it's a buy the rumor, sell the news. The one thing I will say is if Ripple does do an IPO, that would be an interesting play for me. For sure. Because even if RippleNet succeeds and the banks aren't using XRP to settle the transactions, Ripple as a company and their technology, after they get through all these legal issues, I see real potential there. So a Ripple IPO for me could be potentially more interesting than XRP, the token itself. Right. Just wait for the IPO sell off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got to get in beforehand somehow. <laughs> yeah. Um, for sure. So there has been a lot of mo positive momentum for Ripple. I mean, uh, they just uh, added the Federal Reserve Bank to its, uh, there's a, just added the Federal Reserve Bank to its board, which is kind of interesting. Michael Jordan just created NFTs on the XRP ledger. That. That's kind of cool. Wasn't there an ex member of the the government, the Ripple that went to the government, or the ex member of the government that went to Ripple? Something yeah, like that. Yeah, there's the former Ripple advisor Michael Barr, nominated by Biden as top fe federal banking regulator. That's big. So you know now you have somebody from Ripple close to Biden. So there is some positive things i feel like it is kind of funny when people see the headlines like that like oh yeah it's over they've won the case xrp two moon you know like that you see a highlight they don't read the, the the article yeah it's like yes this guy formerly worked for this company now oh yeah done but he he hated them case yeah exactly yeah, yeah that, that's why he left yeah. you know what i mean like people don't read the headline don't read the articles they read the headline and then, yeah xrp two moon and can we quickly talk about the we have to talk about the community quickly because <laughs> we've talked about this on episodes before and it's one of the reasons why a lot of people hate on XRP. The community, for, for whatever reason, is extremely toxic. They think XRP over everything. Every other crypto is terrible. You can even see it in the comments in our videos. You know, If you ever say anything bad about XRP, or if you talk about another project that's maybe trying to do what XRP is doing, they'll just bash you and rip you. And in terms of crypto, toxic communities are prevalent, but I'm not sure there is one that is worse than XRP. Maybe Cardano. But uh, yeah. I think XRP, because of how long it's been around for, you, you mentioned 2004 when Ripple started, but then it was founded and launched in 2012. Um, so that is one of the longer standing projects, which have accumulated a lot of uh, funny characters along the way. And then there was a bunch of bag holders created in 2018. So I think there's just, like I said, some some hate hate out there yeah i would personally just look to other projects and diversify get into like something like hedera hashgraph yeah. algorand you know some other ones that are attempting or xlm that are um you know super fast secure and attempting to solve the same problems for sure so i mean in conclusion personally the only thing i would look at is a swing trade I buy the rumor sell the news for the winning of the sec case but make sure you get out before that news drops because it could be ugly in terms of investing long term i don't like the community I think there's other projects that have higher risk reward ratios for me. So I'm out. I'm also out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would play for a swing trade, but even with some of these positive sentiment, the price isn't moving. And you know, when you're watching near protocol or one of the other projects rip 70%, why are you going to hold this trash? Yep. It's you know, flatlining. it's just, it's, a, you might as well be holding USDC. Yep. For sure. Right? And then it. staking it for 5% gains. That's it. Well, I hope you learned a little bit of XRP and Ripple today. It's worth a watch because if, if nothing else, even if you don't like XRP, the SEC case has a huge impact on all of crypto. That's right. So yeah. that's worth watching. For sure. Hey, make sure you guys all subscribe. Uh, hit the like 
like button there. Comment on any other projects that maybe you want us to check out. And make sure you tune to the next episode. That one's going to be a banger. All views expressed by speakers on the Beanpod are solely their opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed on the Beanpod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy, but only as an expression of their opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only.